Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latubadere Jr., featuring my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, how you feeling, man? Oh, man, I'm feeling so great, man. It's another opportunity to be up on here, do what we both love to do, and bring every listener this Educated Hustle. Yes, sir. And I know that, uh, you know, we we have some people that we wanted to shout out in this episode, bro. Yeah, we definitely do. And um, they are tremendous people. Definitely had us evolved a long chain Twitter notification. So we appreciate all the love and support. But um, two people we definitely want to highlight is Joshua Lau Johnson. You can find him on his podcast called The Great Life. If you want to find him on Twitter, he's at Great Life Josh. And we checked out his podcast and very inspirational guy, very humble, very down to earth. He really, with his podcast, is all about motivating people to live a great life. And he highlights individuals who may have a troubled past, but they're not letting that stop them from actually going out and being productive and living a great life. So we definitely want to show him a lot of love because he's been showing us a tremendous, tremendous amount of love. The next person we definitely have to shout out is Miss Ashley Taylor Yanello. I'm hoping pronouncing that right. If, if not, she can kill me if I understand. <laughs> but uh, she's also on Twitter at A Taylori. That's A T A Y L O R Y. She also hosts a podcast called Real Talk with Ashley, and it is just that Real Talk with Ashley. She holds no bars. She curses, but she comes from the heart and very genuine. She just lets you know what's on her mind and you can really use those words to motivate yourself to not only want to be more but do more so want to give those quick shots to both those people because they have definitely been tremendous help and invaluable in supporting educate hustle and literally every time we post or tweet something they're like right there to like it and retweet it so who i'm bowing bowing just in their gratitude and favor so much yeah man <laughs> yeah a couple of uh, really motivating things that they taught they told me this week when I was talking to Josh he was basically saying like yeah man you shouldn't let your nine to five uh straggle you so when when I heard you guys on the podcast talking to people who are looking to you know make their own living and when you talk to other people who have done the you know done the entrepreneur thing it really you know inspires me uh that's kind of what he said to me and I, I really uh, thought thank him for that because it's not every day that you get praise for what you're doing. Like, you know, we, we have this podcast out for a little bit now. Um, and it's kind of routine to us now, but whenever you get that gratification, uh, of somebody kind of saying, Hey, yo, we love your podcast. Uh, it reminds, it, it kind of reminds you what we, what you're doing and it really pushes you to that next, uh, that next step that you want to get to. So I really appreciate the feedback from him. And then, um, from Ashley. Yeah. She was just kind of telling us about, you know, how she's kind of started her podcast, um, how she slowly grew it to a thousand, and then how she eventually grew it to like five thousand people, and by the time this comes out, hopefully she's doubled that as well. So it's just another thing to kind of get get us going and let us know, like, hey, this thing's possible, man. We just got to keep working at it and keep grinding. Yep, it's very possible. And once again, yeah, love love both of them. And we, I, it's always surreal to me when people who host podcasts come to us and be like, "Hey, man, I really like your podcast." Because you know, I, I I still have that 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 humble. We're just the new guys in the corner, and then when you hear the big dogs say you can sit with them, it's like, "Oh man, really?" So I mean, I always had that mentality because I I just feel like you know 
we could do so much more. But when we actually hear people saying, hey, you, you guys are on the right path. We like what you're doing. It just makes us feel like, whoo, big relief, like a dollar time better. Like, we're just glad that we are able to kind of sit amongst the, the great life Josh's and Ashley Taylor's and hold our own. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, you know, your friends and family could say, you know, oh, yeah, you guys are doing good, doing good. But, like, when you get random people kind of saying you're doing good, that's when you know, like, all right, it's not just, you know, the people that I already know and love, but it's actually some people out there who really have no incentive to say good things about us, telling us mm. good things. So appreciate yeah. the love, man. Appreciate the feedback. We all appreciate every little bit of it. Thank you. Yeah, man. And uh, the the big thing about this week is we kind of talked to a guest who's all about grinding and getting his hustle on, uh, Mr. Kaylin Norris. Uh, he's going to talk to us about his struggle, his grind. Man, he's been through a lot, bro. And if you get done with his interview and you're not motivated to to go and, and, and strive for success, then I don't know what else to tell you because he brings the heat on this one. He, they, they have no pulse. If you're not able to feel anything, you're not up. Like, breathing. You're not breathing. There's a problem with you. Like he should get you ready to go and rah rah rah. And I know some people are like, oh really? You're like honestly, yes. He has done so much, and I mean to 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 be where he was at and still be successful, still make his mama proud. I mean, it's a testament. It's a testament. Yeah. We said it before. Said it again. Hashtag no excuses. excuses. And if I don't know, a lot of people have already seen this video. Um, it's by Eric Thomas. It's like, how bad do you want to be successful? You familiar with it, Emilio? Oh, yeah. I, I've seen that video numerous times. Yeah, man. So like <clears throat> one of the quotes in that video is when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And that's something that um, Kalen uses on a daily basis to really bring into his motivational speaking because my Kalen's a motivational speaker and he started his own business called E3 Empowerment. And he's really right there about to blow up. He's, he's working on getting uh, numerous speaking engagements down and working on a book at the same time. So you're going to hear some, some gems this man drops. I'm telling you, we need to get this gem dropping sound uh, to go with it because <laughs> <laughs> he, he's dropping a lot of gems <clears throat> on this podcast. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot that you're going to gain from it. And I actually want to go back to the Eric Thompson speech. There's actually a great part in there um, where he, uh, I don't know if it's actually in it, but he talks about Beyonce. And I'm, I, you know, love or hate Beyonce, love or hate her. And my, my girlfriend loves her. I'm in between. But there's one particular nugget in there where she actually had a um, concert and she was practicing for the concert, doing her, you know, choreography and, and making sure everything was down right. And she did this for four days straight. And, you know, one of her crew comes up to her at the end of the four days and it's like, hey, are, are you hungry? You know, what do you want to eat? And she has this look of like puzzlement and confusion. And she realizes that, you know, in midst of her performing and doing the choreography for four days, she forgot to eat that entire time. That's how much dedication that she put to her craft. And when you hear Kaylin speak, you know, you can see where that dedication comes from to where he, he really just made it to where no matter what happens or what life gets, I'm focused on being successful. And, you know, that's what you can pull from for this interview, that 
things like, you know, hunger and doubts, really, you don't have time to think about them because if you're grinding the way you should be doing, the only thing you know is the grind. Yeah, man. And and I know we can relate to it because uh, starting this podcast from scratch, not really having any connections in the podcasting world, uh, just mm-hmm. kind of looking at some some YouTube videos, some articles, and really trying to craft uh, what makes a good podcast. It's a grind, man. I mean, it really is. It, like, it's it's really tough to to know that you got something great. You just haven't been in front of the right people yet. So we know it's a daily thing, but that doesn't stop us from from keeping on these recordings, uh, keep getting mm-hmm. this content out to you so that yeah. it can infect the world in a great way. So, man, it's really inspiring to have Kalen on and talk to us about his story. Definitely very inspiring. And, you know, you could tell that he loves what he's doing and it's infectious, that love. That, that, that love will make you want to find something to do that you love like we love this podcast that's what we love but if you as a listener don't have something yet when you hear him talk you'll just think about what can i really find in my life that i can put that much energy and commitment to and if you find it because of this podcast i mean please let us know you can come on and be a guest we'll gladly talk to you but that's the main thing that's the grind and the love of it exactly so Hey, without further ado, let's get to the interview with Mr. Kalen Norris. All right, and we're joined today on Educated Hustle by Mr. Kalen Norris, who calls himself the Millennials Motivator. Uh, Kalen, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I just wanted to know, you know... You you're out here trying to mo- motivate us millennials. It must be a hard task. No, to be honest with you, it's actually easy. Is it easy? Complete, yeah, it's it's very easy. Just because um, I feel like when you a powerful testimony, people connect with it, and when you speak the truth to people, you have no choice but to listen. So it's like, man, if I you know if I come at you in a, in in a manner that delivers the truth, and I'm doing it with with raw passion and enthusiasm you have no choice but to listen and uh you know i just feel like uh my presence d- commands attention so i'm not gonna lie to you this is easy this is this is my life purpose and this is what i'm supposed to be doing that's what's up man i'm ready i'm ready what about you Amelia? you ready for this interview i'm i'm beyond ready i'm, I'm interested to see where uh, this uh charismatic enigma that we have right now in our interview is going to take us <laughs> oh yeah I, listen i love the word choice <laughs> See, I, I had to, I had to dig into my Webster dictionary and be like, "What can I really do to make this pop real quick?" So <laughs> I appreciate you liking it, but um, I definitely want to go after what you just said. And I, you said it's easy to motivate this millennial generation. So I kind of want to ask, just in your opinion, from all the motivation you've done, what do you kind of see as the biggest opportunity for millennials out there right now? The grind. The, it, we live in we live in America where you can pretty much do. Any and everything that you want to do, regardless of what background you come from or what your skin color looks like, it doesn't matter where you come from because you have resources. You might not have as much as a Bill Gates or a Donald Trump, but yet you still have resources. And so I feel like for a millennial, uh, for us, you know, our generation that's growing up, we have no choice but to maximize our positions in life by using our resources that are being afforded to us from, you know, being on a college campus or something as simple as jumping on YouTube. And you can learn, you know, Paul, you was talking about uh, real estate investing earlier. You can learn anything it is that you want to learn on YouTube and it's free. So 
you know, that's so that's the great opportunity we have right now. You you have no choice but to make sure that you are leveraging your resources that you have afforded to you. Yo, it, it, yo you're right about that because I, you know, teaching myself to do real estate investing is literally just going on YouTube and just saying, you know, where to start, ground one. So I feel like a lot of people make things a lot more difficult than it actually is. Do you see that a lot? Yes. Yeah, I definitely so because people think that um, – being successful is some is something that's esoteric and not a lot of people can achieve it. But all you really have to do is start. You have to come up with a vision, you know, scope out the vision for your life, see it. And once you see it, you, you just have to write down the action plan, you know, write down the strategic plan that what it's going to take for you to get there and just start executing, man. Even with, even with speaking, I had no clue how to successfully start a speaking business six to seven months ago. But what did I do? I jumped on YouTube, went out, came to the library, started reading books, and I'm in the process of building a very, very, very successful consulting company. So all you have to do is start. That's it. That's it. That's it. All you got to do, you got to put the key in the engine and, and just turn that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I want to I want to kind of get back to you. I uh, said when you first started speaking, you kind of had no idea where to go. So I want to kind of go like even before that. When did you kind of realize that you had the gift for motivating audience and speaking to people? That's a good question. So 2014 is when I joined Toastmasters. And, uh, you know, I had gotten to, well, really, we got to back up. So you got to, you know, you got to really understand the story. That's a, who I am as a person. And mm-hmm. so 2006, I graduated, 27 best linebacker in the country, rated by ESPN. I didn't do what I was supposed to do academically in the classroom, so I qualified late, which means I had to go to junior college and play football. Um, the night before my 18th birthday, ended up getting in trouble, got arrested. Uh, you know, so they put me on probation for, for what I did. And, uh, you know, I still got to go play college football. I did that. So I moved to Athens, Texas. I was out in Texas for two years. Um, I was getting uh, – every, everything was going well. I came home March 14, 2008 on spring break. You know, uh, I was, in the, I was on the, in the process of transferring to my next Division One AA school and uh, went to Panama City, got drunk, violated my probation. Overnight went from spending uh, – you know, playing college football to spending two years of my life in prison. December 3rd, 2009, I got out, seven felonies on my record. And at that moment, it was like I was thinking to myself – this is a terrible spot to be in yet. Like your life is pretty much over because you have seven felonies on your record and you have no clue what you want to do with your life. So for from, that was 2009 till about, I'll say 2012, I finally got the next wake up call, you know? So I, I went back to school and uh, I got my AA from Valencia and I wrote at UCF 2011 spring 2012 ended up uh, getting falsely accused of sexual battery because I was hanging out with somebody who I thought was, you know, my friend and they really didn't have my best intention. They didn't have my best interest at heart. So ended up getting falsely accused of sexual battery. So for nine months, I had to walk around with two leg monitors on my leg, paying $150 a week for both of those, $15,000 for the lawyer. Um, And it was during that period in time, I read this book called uh, As a Man Thinker by James Allen. And it's a quote in the book that says, in life, you will be what you will to be. And from there, I enrolled back at UCF two, it began, uh, spring 2013, renewed lease on my life. And man, I just started, I got focused, man. You know, I had a 2.5 GPA at this point in time. And I just really started grinding, focusing on controlling my environment. And uh, just really focused on the academic side of it. Made a, I made my first vision board. Fast forwarding, I, you know, life still is, is going to test you even when you're doing everything right. 2013 fall, I ended up going to the hospital, 
my kidney shut down, my liver stopped working. I had, I got diagnosed with something called Legionella pneumonia. And 11 days and five blood transfusions later, I walked out the hospital like, man, okay, you on this earth for a purpose. And uh, so, you know, fast forward, I graduated the first generation in May 2014. I brought that GPA up from a 2.5 to a 3.28, got into grad school over up here at Valdosta State. And then when I got to Georgia, I joined Toastmasters because I heard a Les Brown speech one day and he was talking about Toastmasters. And I was like, I, don't, I have no idea what it is, but let me do that. I started going and improving my speaking skills and I entered a few speaking contests and I won. I'm like, man, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. And uh, January 2015, I entered the speech competition. That's the first time I ever like got up, got up in front of a crowd of people and told my story. Because it was something that was very, uh, you know, that I tried to hide from people because it's like, you know, I'm doing all these great things in life. But people, if they really knew, like, man, I got seven felonies on my record. I've spent two years of my life in prison. So at that moment, I realized, like, you know what? Courage precedes promotion in life. Like, you you have to be courageous to really ascend to the next level in your life. And at that moment, I realized, like, you need to be courageous. Tell the world your story. So that way you can motivate and inspire the world. So 2004, so like I said, 2015, I was playing around with the idea. And then uh, towards the end of 2015, I, it got to, I was like, okay, you know what, man, let's do this. Let's go. And let's, um, let's motivate the world. So I started, so then come this past December, I just started speaking and I haven't looked back since then. That's deep. I feel like that, wow. feel like that was a lot. That was, that was deep right though. There. That was a lot. That was good though. That was a real good. It's like you, I mean, it was, it's nice to kind of have our hand you know, held as we got to go through like all the events and all the dates and you know all the trials and tribulations. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, man. I, I kind of wanted you to take me back to where you kind of felt the most doubt. Like, did you ever feel like you weren't gonna you weren't gonna make your dreams come true? Um, I'm going to say probably the the sexual battery. Okay. Kind of walk us through that a little bit, like your thought process of you know thinking that it may not work out for me. That was. <laughs> Like that was a eye-opening experience because it was like, even though I, I had nothing, I didn't do anything wrong in this situation. I'm still on the on the brink of having of possibly having my life taken away from me. You know, like it was I was faced with three first degree felonies, you know, punishable by life. Like, you know, if you get convicted of this, you are going to prison for the rest of your life. Even though I know I did nothing wrong, just to just to have that on your shoulders and to, you know. Moved. I had, you know, I had my apartment over on the east side. I had to move back in with my mom because I was on home confinement. Walk, the, the monitor that was on my leg, I had to sit next to the wall for two hours every night and charge it up because it had a battery. And if the battery went dead, you was, I was going back to jail. So I had to do that for nine months. It was like that was probably the worst period of my life because it was like, man, like how you, how are you going to get through this? Like, man, you know what what are you going to do? And um. You know, so I did a lot of reading and I did a lot of reading during that, you know, during that period of time. And it was when the case got over, you know, I still remember the date, December 23rd, 2012. What happened was they went, we went from three punishable by life to we played it down to a misdemeanor battery, you know. And I took that just for the simple fact that, you know, all the, the costs were starting to accrue up. And my lawyer was like, you know, if you don't take this now, it could be four to five more months before we go to court. So, all right, cool, run it. We're going to take, we'll take that. And we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, keep moving forward. But that was probably the worst period of my life. So that was all of 2012. 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, just hearing that journey and all the, all the obstacles. I mean, it, you know, a normal person they would have called it quits and let it get down, but you you always kind of rose to the occasion and you made sure that even though you're in a bad situation, you got better from it. So I kind of just want to add just as a you know personal inside information on your journey of redemption. I mean, who or what really pushed you towards success? That's a good question. That's a good question. So if I had to say what I would say it would be making my mama proud, you know, making my parents mm -hmm. proud because I was never raised, you know, I was never raised to get in trouble. Every time I've ever been in trouble, it was under the influence of alcohol. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't understand how detrimental drinking alcohol was to my success then. Now, granted, I understand now. I mm -hmm. didn't understand it then. And it was personal legacy that I was building at that point in time wasn't in line with how my parents raised me. That was probably the worst. That was probably the, the most motivating thing I had because I was like, man, you know what? I want, I want my mama, I want my daddy to tell me that they're proud of me. Also, even when I got out of prison, it was we always want to be able to have somebody we can look up to or hear speak or hear talk because they went through a situation that was similar to ours. And in my situation, I couldn't reach, I couldn't listen to anybody who went to prison and, you know, went, you know, lost a football scholarship and uh, went to prison and not back in school. I didn't know anybody who was going through that particular situation. So I, I knew that I had to continue to keep pushing forward for the ones that was coming behind me. So that way, I would be able to one day give back to people that's coming up behind me to say, man, listen, I went down that road already. It's dog. It's lonely. I did it. Learn through my mistakes. You don't have to do it. And um, that's pretty much it, man, because I, I don't want anybody to, have, to ever experience what I had to go through. I no parents to experience what I went through. I feel you. Powerful. Well, it is. Powerful. It is. And it's crazy because um, I know recently, right, you just got your master's, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I joined. Yeah, I joined an elite club. The you know four percent of all African American men have master's degrees, and I did that. That must have um, been late. Like you must have been so elated to walk across that stage and make your mama proud. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, we had a big, we had a little, we had a big shindig up here in Valdosta. To be honest with you, the most enjoyable moment, yes, was graduating and walking across the stage, but. Even when I got, this is probably the most enjoyable moment because when I got to Valdosta uh -huh. State, I had my first semester, I had an assistantship. You know, they was paying for me to go to school. I had, you know, doing all of that good stuff. And what happened was to get my assistantship, you had to, you know, it's like, a, you know, a regular job process, background check. I had switched over my state of my residences to the state of Georgia. So they never ran the background check for the state of Florida. So I, when I got the assistantship, I had also got a, internship working in the HR office and then some some type of way somehow I don't even know the, the the all the details of the store but somebody googled my name and if you was the if you was to google my name one of the things that's gonna pop up it'll say UCF student arrested for sexual battery. Uh so somebody googled my name and then that led them to run another background check and then basically they tried to say that I lied on my application for my citizenship. So they tried to keep me out of school and this was a whole process. And basically I went to to go see the dean of the uh, graduate school. And uh, she was like, yeah, how do you think you're gonna be able to finish this program? You know, you have to get 600 internship hours. You're not gonna finish, you're a convicted felon. You have seven felonies on your record. You know, like she basically just demeaning me the whole entire time. And in my head, I'm thinking like, man, this lady has no clue, you know, who I, who she talking to just for the simple fact that, you know, I know how to grind. You know, I know how to grind. I know how to persevere. And um, I ended up getting an internship, one of the highest paid internships in the country last summer working for Chrysler. 
and I got my 600, I got my 600 hours. At graduation, they were on the stage. These same, you know, these same deans who tried to kick me out of the program and said I, w- I wasn't going to finish, they were on the stage when I walked across the stage and they had to shake my hand. So that was probably the most rewarding feeling was being able to look your naysayers in the eye and say, guess what? I did it. Regardless of what you said I wasn't going to do, I did it. Whew, man, yeah, that, a lot yeah. of people don't get that feeling. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that's like the equivalent of, you know, telling your boss you're going to leave and then he has to come into your job and see you shining. Yeah, like, you know, that, that was a great feeling. Man. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, everything you, you've told us in your life has just made you a better person and kind of geared you. But where do you kind of now get this, you know, pay it forward mentality from? Because you always have a lot of reasons to not have that. But what, what kind of makes you still have that pay, pay it for? Because mentality? you don't, we all, you know, granted, we all have our own stories in life. Everybody has their own personal legend. I would be doing the world a disservice if I was to say that, okay, yeah, I grabbed this master's degree and I'm doing all these great things in life. And I would just go get a job in corporate America and not infect the world with this story you know like that's me doing a real disservice like if you know you are i feel like i'm you know i'm a man of faith and i feel like god equips certain warriors with a certain level of fortitude that not a lot of people possess to get through adverse situations to one day be able to say okay bam i went through that now i'm about to pull you up because of the mistakes that i made that that i'm going to ensure that you don't make because i learned the lessons from going through all of those, you know, tremendous failures in life, because it's never, you know, it's never the date, you know, even though I still remember every single date that I've ever been in trouble and the dates I got out and everything, it's yeah. not the dates, it's the lessons. So to take those same lessons that I'm learning mm-hmm. and give them to something to, and to impart them in other people, man, that's a power, that's powerful. And that way I know that I live forever, you know, regardless of whatever day I leave this earth, the lessons that I'm leaving, the, the, the lessons that I imparting on the world will remain on this earth forever. And, you know, that's my personal legacy. Yeah, man. And I, I can already feel it. You know, I feel kind of uh, inspired to, to do some more things. You know, I'm a, I know how to grind and stuff, too. But, you know, hearing your story, man, I'm like, man, I need to go out here and, and hustle even harder. No choice. You don't have you really <laughs> mm-hmm. don't have a choice because it's I, I think what something else that I also realize is with the pay it forward mentality is you have realized that your life is bigger than you. You know, I, and I realized that you know, as the days, you know, as the days go by and, you know, I have pe- more people hit me up like, oh, man, I thank you for coming to speak. You changed my life. And, you know, and that's starting to happen more frequently. So it's like my life is way bigger than me. Like I represent something way bigger than just, oh, hey, he's a first generation college graduate with a master's degree. No, I understand that. But, yeah, I'm a convicted felon seven times over who in a, in a world that where racism exists and, you know, social stigmas. Like, regardless of what you go through, like, I'm living proof that regardless of whatever you go through as a black man or just as a man, period, or just as an individual in life, you can wheel yourself into whatever circumstances that you want. And, like, I'm living proof of that. And that's what and that's what I strive to represent in life It's the idea of the power of perseverance, man. That's good, man. And I also wanted to ask you about um, I know you you just kind of recently got into the speaking engagements. But is there anybody that you can remember specifically who you've kind of touched through your speaking? So today, well, I mean, just I because my like I said, man, I, I definitely had to pay it for mentality. One of my uh, friend, one of my close friends that up in 
up in Valdosta, he hit me up today and was like, yeah, man, I really need you to uh, meet this guy. And basically, uh, this brother, he just got out of jail yesterday. He did a year in jail. And he was like, man, I'm down and out. I have no idea what I'm doing in my life. I feel like giving up. And I went and met up with him and just, you know, I sat up there for, with him for two hours, just invested two hours of my time just talking to him, like telling him, like, this is an exciting, this, this is an exciting moment in your life because I remember six, seven years ago when I was in the same position, I have accomplished so much in these in, in, in these seven years. So if I can do it, you can do it. And I was just, you know, just giving him the knowledge and telling him what he really needs to know. And, uh, you know, moving, you know, going even going back a week, probably a week and a half ago, I had some guy. Uh, from a football team that I spoke at, he hit me up on uh, on Instagram. He, you know, he slid him a DMs on Instagram. He was like, "Man, listen, ever since you came to speak, my, I've been working to keep my grades up, and you really touched my you really touched my life. Thank you." And then, uh, you know, I also keep in contact with people who I go speak at. You know, because it's not about just going to speak to them one time. It's about making sure that you can affect change, uh, you know, permanently in their life. So a, a lot of these guys who I go speak with, you know, I grab their phone numbers and I pretty much, you know, take them under my wing. And we met. So mentorship, we connect in 30 minutes every Monday night, you know, eight, you know, eight to eight thirty, eight thirty to nine. And just talking about life and how to execute the, the, the vision that you have for your life. And that's pretty. And that's it, man. Like I, I just really want everybody in this world to be successful. And if I can if I can help in some type of way, then that's my mission on this earth. Wow. And that's crazy because you, you could just tell that, you know, you have a big heart and you have this, you know, large in the life, life um, persona of being able to help out just anyone that needs it. And it's kind of hard to even, you know, you know, it's kind of easy to forget that you also are a businessman, too. And you just kind of started up a, a consulting business. Um, I believe it goes by E3. I mean, I would love to hear about that, too, just how, how you kind of do both of those things at once. <laughs> Basically, in the world that we live in, like you and both the two of y'all already know, you have to offer value to the world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, once you can identify mm -hmm. the value that you offer to the world, then at that point, you got to put a price tag on it just because it's not about it's not about saying that, oh, you have to pay me for my services. But, you know, time is a valuable commodity. So uh, so I yep. at this point, I say I told myself I'm looking at dudes like Eric Thomas and, uh, you know, Inky Johnson, Les Bryant. I'm looking at these dudes like, man, you know. These brothers, they getting paid to speak, and like I'm, you know, I'm good. Like <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking in my head, you know, mm -hmm. even though Eric Thomas been speaking for a long while, you know, for a long time. Uh, like right now, my benchmark level, where I'm at right now, is I, I would like to say is very high. So with that being said, I'm like, okay, well, come on, let's do it. Let's come up with a consulting um, business, E3 Empowerment LLC. Okay. And uh, what I'm what I'm doing is holistic performance improvement. My targets. My targets would be just individuals who've been through some adverse situations. Um, I'm definitely passionate about student athlete development, going and going to juvenile uh, detention centers, going into I, I've done a few corporate organizations and just really infecting them with what the power of E3 is. And what it is to me is, you know, that's a, a formula for success. Because uh, what I tell you know, my message is your success in life is the byproduct of your energy, effort, and your enthusiasm. More specifically, focused energy, maximum effort, and going all in with your enthusiasm. I know for a fact it works because this is what I did. This is what this is the formula that I applied to my life, and and it's working. So uh, yeah. So so with that being said, you know, I just I've been colleges, corporate corporate organizations, holistic performance improvement doing life skills training, doing different workshops. And uh, that's the that's the main focus right now. And then the next thing on the list is to get this book out. I'm trying to, I'm in the process of finishing up my book. 
that'll be out sometime later this summer. So we're just working on getting that done. And, you know, the vision for the for E3 Empowerment is to, for it to be a, a global consulting firm. And I have a team of consultants working up under me. And not only will we do performance improvement, but we'll do, you know, from finances to IT consulting to pretty much any industry in business industry that operates in the world. I want to have a consultant that can come in and improve the condition of the client. So that's the so that's my overall plan for that. Man, that's crazy. Yo, Emilio, we, we, we get all the uh, aspiring authors on the podcast, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're a mecca. Yeah, you know, it has to be done. It's got to be done. Uh, What's the name of the book that's coming out? So the name of the book is going to be Failure Fuels Success. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, that I feel like that's the most that's the perfect title for it right now because I want to be able to expose people to who I am as a person. When you first start up a speaking, you know, consulting business or speaking business, people do not know who you are. So they aren't they aren't going to be as likely to pay you to come speak. I'll pay $10, $15 for a book and read your story. And if I really like the story and I check out your videos and I like the energy that you bring, that you push out when you speak. Yeah. Okay. now we'll pay you to come speak. So the book is is just a tool. And you look at all the successful people in the world. Um, even with your Eric Thomas's or your Inky Johnson's or your Les Browns, they did not really blow up, blow up until they came out with the book. So with that being said, you know, I'll, so I'm not, you know, hey, you cannot, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't, you know, don't try to do something different than what, it, than what everybody else has not already done. Come out with the book, streamline the process. Yeah, that's true. You know, if, it, if it's not broken, no need to fix it. I definitely kind of want to rewind back to a mantra you said earlier. I want the listeners to really kind of focus in on that. I believe it started with if you um you focus your energy. What what, what was your mantra you were uh, describing earlier? Oh yeah, focus your energy. Yeah. So bam. So E three. Your success in life is the byproduct of your energy effort and enthusiasm so bam so focus your energy what does that mean that means that you need to come up with a strategic vision and a plan for your life because your performance in life is determined by your motivation your ksas which are your knowledge skills and your abilities and then your environment so the and the weakest of those three caveats determine your performance or your success in life so if you're unfocused then you are, you're able to get distracted from your environment, which was, you know, that's what happened in my, you know, in my situation, because I wasn't focused on my overall vision for my life. So I was getting influenced by the things that was in my environment from drinking alcohol to hanging out with the, with, with the wrong crowd. So if your, if your environment is not in line with the story that you want your life to tell, then ultimately you will fail at some point in time. So, th- so that's the first thing. You got to focus your energy, focus that energy, come up with a strategic plan of action for your life and start executing. And then from there, then you got to go, then you got to go maximum effort because we all know that doing what's required of you in life is never, is never enough. And, uh, the way the, the way I make that stick, I call it Debo. I tell people, <laughs> don't be outworked. And that's pretty much that's that's my mantra for life, man, because, don't be uh, you, you know, I've been grinding this whole time and I refuse. I don't I don't know anyone who can outgrind me from. And that's from celebrity to even, you know, anybody like you will not outrun me. And it, it, it might not be evidence right now by everything that I'm doing right now. But give me a year. Give me two years. I'll be the number one motivational speaker in the world. And my grind is going to make sure that I will myself there. So that's it. So Debo, don't be outworked. And then 
all in with your enthusiasm. Because if you if you don't believe in your vision uh, and your your vision for your life, then it's not going to come true. So be so me sitting here on this on this uh, interview telling you that I will be the number one motivational speaker in the world. Like I truly believe that. But like it's, it's only a matter of time. You know, as long as I feel it for myself, then. At some point in time, the public the, the public will notice as I continue to get out here and keep speaking and, you know, infecting change over the world. So you got to believe it, man. You got to just really believe what it is that you say about yourself and how you feel and your mentality. I like to call it living a congruent lifestyle. So your beliefs, your thoughts and your actions, as long as all three of those are in line, then it's only a matter of time before before you actually attain that level of success that you're seeking. Whew. Yeah, this that's man. true. This man yeah. dropping dropping them gems on us, man. I, I really feel it. That's going to be the most rewinded part of this entire podcast because that's right there. It's just the blueprint. That is definitely the blueprint. And, you know, I, I definitely, definitely, definitely thank you so much for even coming on and just sharing with us all the greatness. And I know it's going to be hard, but I think as a last question, just to have a really powerful ending, and you, you told us a lot of stuff. That's great. But want to kind of dig deeper. If you could just impart on our listeners just one last thing, what would it be? I, my one of my favorite sayings of the year that I'm, you know, that I remind myself of every day is: Do not let your talent take you somewhere that your character will not keep you. Um, and what I mean by that is, we all, we all, we all out here chasing some type of vision or some type of goal that we want to achieve in life. And I understand the grind. I understand everybody hustle, but just make sure that what you are doing in the dog is in line with what you want it, with what you want your public perception to be. Because hypocrisy is the homage vice plays to virtue. So you can say that I'm this amazing person, or I'm this great person. I have amazing character, but what you do in the dog gonna come in, it will come to the light sooner or later. So you need to make sure that you are doing everything in your power to make sure that your talent is taking you to a place that your character will keep you because you build you working on building your character every day. You know, you're working on building your leadership, your leadership abilities every day. You are just working on developing yourself as a person each every single day because it's not the end, it's not the end goal that we that we seek, and it's what we become in the process of achieving our goals so with me you know with me uh you know wanting to be the number one motivational speaker in the world am i i need to make sure that i'm leading by example in every aspect of my life so that way when i get on the podium in front of five to ten thousand people it's like okay you know what he lived it on the stage and then he also lives it in his personal life so that's my challenge to everybody out there just to make sure that you are living a congruent lifestyle and your private story is in line with your public story and uh, you know, you just just will yourself into a place that your talent will 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 keep you because you possess the right character. Three hundred and sixty-five days out of the year. Whew! I think I broke the bell. I was ringing it so many times during <laughs> that, man. I think I broke the bell in half. Yo, man, Kalen, it was a it was an honor to have you on here, man. I I really appreciate you know you giving the, our listeners um, that dose of of what E three empowerment really means. And we hope to see where you take it, man. I, I know you out here saying that you're going to be the number one millennial motivator. So next year around this time, you know, when you out there speaking in front of, of uh, thousands and millions of people, hopefully one day, you know, don't forget about us, man. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, just, uh, you know, just sit back and enjoy the show, man. I'm watching y'all grind. Let's stay. Listen, let's stay um, in connection. You know, obviously, you know, hey, your success circle, you got you have to. 
uh, increase that when you can. And you know, next time I come to Orlando, we'll probably we'll, let's link up. Let's go. Let's go downtown to the Citrus Club or something. You know, let's link up and you know, just really just chop, chop it up, man. Most definitely, we'll hold you to it. Sounds like oh a, yeah, man. we'll hold oh, them. Yeah. We'll definitely hold them. Uh, before you go, though, speaking of linking up, can you let the people? know how they can get in contact with you. Oh, that's a, see, that's a great that's question. It. We got to make sure yeah, you get some love, bro. Got to get the plug yeah, in, right? Yeah, plug them. Plug them. So <laughs> basically, so my website is www.kalen, K-A-L-A-N-N-O-R-R-I-S. And uh, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Snapchat, Twitter. All, all my handles are the same, at Kalen Norris. So that's K-A-L-A-N. N-O-R-R-I-S. And then my email address is contact at KaylaNorris.com. Yeah, I'm glad we just got to you before you become nationwide, man. Yeah, man. Hey, well, hey, listen, don't worry about this. This is the first one. So we gonna I'm going to make sure that I plug this one so that way when I blow up, your your y'all podcast uh, blow up. Exactly. Oh man, we, we just trying to do that. This is the first one, like you said, you know, there might be some more collaborations down the line, right? That's the whole idea oh, yeah. here. You better believe it, man. You listen, hey, you know, you listen, yes, we on the same page, man. Reach one to teach one. And if we're going to do it, we're we going to the top, man. Just enjoy the process, man. Enjoy the process and enjoy the ride. There you have it, folks. Kaylin Norris dropping some knowledge for us. All right, and there you have it, Mr. Kaylin Norris. The Millennial Motivator. Emilio, what'd you think about it, bro? Powerful, powerful stuff. I mean, you know, when we read the bios of all the guests coming in, we, we always are intrigued. But when you actually hear them speak the words and, you know, put that truth just to real life, you, you really get moved back and inspired. And his story was just like, you know, there's no excuse. Hashtag no excuses always comes yeah. up. But I got to say, it. I mean, he, he, sexual battery charge, incarcerated. Seven lost felonies. Every, seven felonies, lost everything, and he, he's still standing with a master's degree. Four percent of you know African American males get one. He's one of them, and it's insane. And you know, it reminds me of the story. I, I I used to work at a retail uh, gas station chain called Wawa Inc., and I was a manager. On uh, and I had to go outside to uh you know escort the trash or whatever. When I was outside, I actually saw this homeless guy. And he looked at me and he was like, man, you have it really easy. And I'm like, why? He's like, man, I would trade anything just to get these nine felonies off my record. And, you know, at the time I felt sad, like, oh, damn, that does suck. But when I hear, you know, Mr. Norris speak, I wish I could go back in time and be like, man, listen to this dude. He got seven and he's out here prospering. Like, it's all in your mindset. If you allow yourself to think your life is over, your life's over. But if you are like... This is not going to stop me. I'm going to keep going and moving forward. You can move forward. So powerful, like I said, powerful stuff. Yeah, man. And we we got into kind of talking to him a little bit offline. And he was saying that he's writing his book. He's about 40,000 words left uh, to completing it. And he's probably a little bit closer once this podcast comes out. Um, so he's he was telling us like, yeah, man, he's going he's gonna to make sure like once he's on the Steve Harvey show, once Steve Harvey says... You, do you have a book? He's going to be ready like, yes, I got it. I'm ready to ready to promote my book and, and become a millionaire, man. So he's he's a big dreamer, and I hope he inspires everybody out there. Oh, yes, please. I, I really do hope you guys are inspired by him. But, you know, as always, I think it's time to get into everyone's favorite part of the show, how you can reach 
the Educated Hustle Boys. So, we're on Twitter at Educated underscore Hustle. That's Educated underscore Hustle. We're on Instagram at Educated Hustle Podcast. Educated Hustle Podcast. We are on Snapchat as Educated Hustle. All one word, Educated Hustle. And of course, of course, if you want to let us know how we did, give us that vital feedback, let us know what we mean to you, because you guys mean so much to us. You can email us at educatedhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, I have to say it, educatedhustlepodcast at gmail.com. That's always a mouthful, bro. And I know yes. you already said a lot, but you got anything else for the people? Oh, man. I just want to let the people know that it feels so great to be out here and doing these podcasts with my fabulous co-hosts. We appreciate all the love, all the support, and we love that you guys liked our product. It started as just a small idea, but it's really kind of turned into something that I, I'm sure we both can attest that it feels like we should be doing. And we just want you guys to just enjoy and listen to all the guests that we have coming forth. And hopefully their passion, their charisma, their story just make you want to go out there and do something. You know, the life that you have is just yours for the taking. You can do whatever you want. And it sounds cliche, but you really can. If you don't like an aspect of your life, you can change it. And there really is hashtag no excuses. You know, people say I'm too tired. Mr. Norris had nine felonies. I don't think any level of tiredness is going to beat having, you know, seven, seven, nine felonies. So you really just have to get it into your head that if you want to be successful, you have to make the first step and commit to change. And as always, you got to stay educated and keep hustling.